I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I Hello and welcome to another in-person uh, episode of Vancouver Places. We've got Dave, we've got Graham. Dave's got some foggy glasses because we are in-person. Uh, and we are going to tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. So, guys, what are we going to talk about this time? We're going to talk about the Nam restaurant, Mike. And uh, first, let me thank you, Dave, for your hospitality. It's great to be here live in person, fully masked, gathered around your car in your garage. Well, we because thought... Because it's well ventilated. We did not want to have lots of air... Yeah, you know, we've done them all by Zoom up until now. We wanted to get together, and we thought that it's raining, so we'll be in a big open garage with the doors open, and it's, it's nice to see you guys in and, person. And record on top of a car. The last 25 episodes have all been done with Zoom, and now we're trying it live. Here you go, yeah. in person. In person, you know. In person. That's looking nice. at each other. It's good. Anyways, um, the NAM um, is not far from here. It's at uh, 4th, um, you know, near McDonald. Yeah. And first of all, um, it does not, it's not short for Vietnam. The, the name N-A-A-M, um, it's a restaurant, as you know, the Nam restaurant. It's been there forever. In Sanskrit, it's a word that means the name of God. So just to, oh, to clarify yeah. that, people that don't know, you know why it's called the Nam. Yeah, okay. But I think we're going to end up talking more about Fourth Avenue and hippies and the counterculture. because Happenings. The happenings. happenings. Yes. Because the restaurant's been around since 1968, and... You know, back then, that was a really interesting part of Vancouver. It was kind of like the hippie movement was just breaking out. And that, that West 4th Avenue was the epicenter of the counterculture movement, long hairs, beads, marijuana, anti-establishment, protests. And yeah. it, was a, it was a real interesting time for West 4th Avenue. I, I like it for that reason. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's the... Uh what do you call it? The, the memory, I suppose, the echoes of uh, uh, hippie Vancouver. A lot, a lot of it has has gone. Um, but this, the Nam, is still one of those places that's. I don't think it's changed a great deal. I mean, people that have been there more often and know it better may disagree. But mm. when you do go in, you feel as though you're going to a place that's like fairly unchanged since the day it started. I think it and is. I think it is pretty much the same. And it's, I, you know, we've talked before about uh, historical plaques and markers. I mean, I think there should be one. I think, in my mind, it's close to being a, you know, heritage a bit of a landmark location. Not just a business. I mean, right. it's a great business. Yeah. And it's also famous. I mean, there should be another plaque there that says, this is where we came up with the idea for the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that, yeah. Because we so. had a meal there, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're just talking stories about... Uh, our our book and some of the adventures we had. Book, I don't think the book had even come out yet. Maybe not. Actually, no. I think we were just you were asking about it, and we were telling some yarns, and and then we started talking about podcasts, thinking, and we're like, wait a minute. Well, but it's a great place. I love it. I love the connection to the history, but I also love the food. The food is healthy. It's uh, kind of vegetarian, vegan. Open 24 hours a day, so that's kind of neat. If you have a hankering for yeah. a Dragon Bowl, uh, like at 2 o'clock in the morning, the Dragon Bowl's great. And I love that you can go, here's the other thing, I love that you can go there and you can get stuffed and actually feel good about yourself, because like, yeah. I stuffed myself with vegetables, it was it great. The Dragon Bowl is like their famous thing, right? I think that's what everyone, yeah. that's what everyone so, knows for. You know, back then, because I grew up in the neighborhood, you know, there, were, there would have been maybe the Nam was there, and then maybe might have been a head shop three doors down that might have sold hookahs. Of course, marijuana was Ill illegal. 
um, there was a, an officer uh, from the Vancouver Police Department, Mayor Tom Campbell was the mayor, and he was totally anti-hippie. Yeah. And, you know, if you got caught with a, a nickel bag or a dime bag of dope, you'd, you'd go to jail. I mean, you're, you're, it was really serious to get yeah. caught with marijuana. And there was a constable named um, Constable Stadenko. And uh, he was, he was um, given the job of being the chief narcotics enforcement officer by the mayor. And Cheech and Chong did a, a spiff on him. Oh, yeah, know. yeah. They did a spiff or a spiff? A spoof, I guess. Not a spoof. But a it's, it's <laughs> when I go down. We are going with that. <laughs> just on the corner here, like where we're my place at Dunbar, at, at um, Fourth and Alma, there's a corner where there's two zoning applications on the same corner at Fourth and Alma to tune, turn the stores into retail marijuana shops right across the street from each other. Yeah. Like there's about eight or nine retail marijuana shops here along Fourth like Avenue. The first one in Van- the first legal one. I can't remember where the first legal one Nearby. was, but there's a lot of yeah. cannabis shops now. So it's hard to believe that the city of Vancouver, you know, had a an officer that was in charge of yeah. you know uh, cracking down on narcotics. The Nam, yeah. the head shops, C Fun wasn't that far down the street where the, the, they were yeah. pumping out all their groovy tunes. No, there was, was, uh, that was a radio station. Yeah. That was the Salvation Army, and now it's not. Yeah, the and now, now, now that now the C Fun building has been torn down. Yeah, and Darby's. Dar- you know what? Darby's. I'm glad you mentioned that. The three that, doesn't that go back to like well, the 60s? Well, yeah, the, 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 there was a time in the 70s where there were no no pubs in Vancouver. There wasn't the first ones where the three were on West Fourth Avenue. There were, no there were Darby's, um, Jerry's Cove, right. and Bimini's. Yeah, and so right. yeah. there's really no vestiges of the hippie days anymore. I was trying to think of the name of the club. There's a music club across the street from the NAM where there was concerts and they'd have live entertainment like a, a hippie nightclub. Yeah. And I Googled it and I was trying to, th- I was racking my brains. Maybe somebody will remember. Well, what is that, uh, is it the Russian community? There's the Russian community hall. Is, That's, I think the Grateful Dead played there. I think. No way. I think possibly. Yeah. What? I'd have to, you know, I'd still be corrected, crazy. but yeah, there were some cool bands that, uh, that played there back. And then. now every year, um, the business owners association on fourth Avenue, the people that own all the businesses in the commercial district there, they have a hippie days, you know, and they organize kind of a, they spell it with a Z. I think they might. <laughs> yeah. And they, they organize this event and, um, <laughs> you know, people celebrate Days gone by, and the Georgia Strait newspaper was a big part of it. Now the Georgia Strait has dwindled away to twelve pages and its entertainment listings. But back what then, was it? what was it before? The Georgia Strait was one of North America's leading counterculture underground newspapers. Yeah. I think another one was the well, Detroit and, and Free uh, Press. And you're talking about the uh, the mayor there and the and the place they were uh, ad- very adversarial with the Georgia Strait as well because they thought the Georgia Strait was promoting this. Uh, counterculture yeah. attitude towards thing, and I think they tried to get them uh, banned on like yeah. pornography charges because right. they had you know nudie cartoons. <laughs> well, there, there was something. a time when the Georgia Strait would have had headlines like you People know were anarchy overthrow the on, Mike. overthrow the governments. They would have um, you know be a con- you know talking about where to get contraceptives and how to grow your own marijuana, overthrow the government, and it was a. A real movement that the the publisher Dan McLeod was like the poster child. He was the guy with the long hair and you know yeah. uh, protests. And now, then he became kind of a business guy, and it turned into a real entertainment newspaper. But back in the seventies, you know, Detroit had a real 
happening underground newspaper that was famous, but the Georgia Strait would have been known throughout North America as representing the hippie fringe and a lot of the um, really um, anti-establishment views of the time. So almost all of that is bygone. The Georgia Strait, like I say, is, is different. Seafund's been torn down. Um, but the Nam restaurant remains there and is a, stands on its own as a place for good, hearty food, an interesting atmosphere. And just um, it's cool to go there and imagine what it would, would have been when, like in the 60s. And when our, did it open? It opened in 68. Our piece on Greenpeace, we did an episode on Greenpeace, and uh, the research we did says that they used to meet at the NAM, like when they were right. having their planning meetings. That does sound very fitting for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, my thing that I always remember about the NAM is I always used to go uh, after Folk Fest. And since it was open 24 hours oh, yeah. a day, it was jammed at like midnight after Folk Fest every year, which seems so fitting because it's all a bunch of hippies going to Folk Fest and then going to <laughs> vegetarian food, right? So that is my, that is my constant memory of the now. Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned uh, uh, Jerry's Cove. That reminded me, too, of uh, the Battle of Jericho. Maybe we should do another episode about that. But that's also, again, not too far away where mm. the, uh, it's the youth hostel. Down there I've now. heard about this and I, I yeah. have no idea where it is. But it's, uh, where did you describe the, the youth hostel, Dave? It's, uh, Jericho. Jericho Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know those big buildings yeah. that kind of look like barracks? Yeah. Uh, they big were, white buildings. They were big white three-story buildings, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they had become uh, sort of abandoned or derelict and, uh, and overtaken by hippies. And there was whole kinds of hippies that were living there. And the mayor and the police force decided one day that they'd had enough. Yeah. And they were going to kick them out. And there was this big confrontation. Um, and they sent in the, the police, the army, and the RCMP. For some hippies? To, to, you know, to kick the hippies out of the... Uh, the, the like uh, a lot for hippies. The, the buildings yeah. there. And there was kind of a confrontation and everything. It was a very big sort of deal. And subsequently, it's been in the history books as the Battle of Jericho. But uh, Oh, that's... That's what they. That's what they call. They call it. But so yeah, and the, I bet you a lot of those people, probably it's not like the folk fest yeah, where yeah. they go for the Nam afterwards. But I bet a lot of them were were customers and would yeah. hang out at the at the Nam I as well. Was, like I, I've lived in Vancouver for nine years or so, and I just find the idea that hippies that lived in kits just so funny because now it's just multi-million-dollar houses. Yeah. So I was well, like, yeah. I just, I find, I Those, try and wrap my head around that, and I'm like, I don't know, it right seems so weird. below 4th Avenue, surprise, surprise, is 3rd and 2nd. <laughs> And you that know, area, <laughs> and above Fourth Avenue is Fifth and Sixth. Wow. And I think I it's on. So many things on this I think amazing. it's on. I think it's on Third. Might be Second. There was a row of old houses. You know, the the ones that today sell for two or three million, like beautiful. But back then, they were just rundown old houses that were all thirty and forty years old. Yeah. And the area was called Chemical Row because you could go there, right. and some of them some of them would sell acid. So if yeah. you wanted to buy some LSD. And you know, you knew that you could get a score a nickel bag at Fourth and and McDonald near the Nam. You yeah. know, pay five bucks for a bag of dope. But you want to get some. I never did it, but I, you know, yeah. I was told. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to get LSD. You go to Chemical Row, and you know, and, and all those houses were flop houses with, you know, um, you know, just tons of rooms in it, and people lived for cheap, and they they sold drugs out of them. And Constable Stadenko would be uh, you know patrolling in his car trying to catch the hippies and throw them in jail. And now people pay five million dollars. Well, not quite that much, but yeah, you're getting close. Yeah, so it's just the area has just changed so much, and the, the you know the Nam is 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 a treasure because it is uh, 
sort of a relic of days gone by, and what it, it's really what it represents. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and having said that, the food's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a cool vibe. It's yeah. open 24 hours a day, and it's healthy food. So mm-hmm. uh, here's even, Dave. I'm just looking at their menu now. Yeah, Dragon Bowl. Loco Moco Hawaiian breakfast in the afternoon. Seven star patty covered in miso gravy and caramelized onions topped with organic brown rice, green onions, and an over easy egg. Does that not sound awesome? Go get one right now. Yeah, we could do that. Right taste now. of the hippie era for you, Mike. <laughs> taste of the happiness. Yeah, taste of green onions for you, Dave. On that note, do you guys have any last thoughts on. Peace, love, and, uh, yeah. you know, just groovy. Yeah. Groovy, man. Tune, head, head, tune head. in and turn on. That's what I say. Is that a thing? Yeah. Drop in, drop out. What's the expression? Turn in, turn on, drop out. Turn in, drop out, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Hey, those are tough. Way before my time. And try the ultimate brownie supreme. That sounds great. We should do this after. Um, So, yeah, head over to the NAM, get the Dragon Bowl, get whatever other vegetarian stuff you guys want to get. Tell them Dave, Graham, and Mike sent you, and hopefully they treat you well. They probably won't have any idea what we're talking about. But uh, head over to the NAM. And also head over to our Facebook page and don't forget to send us photos of you at the NAM or tell us what you want to do next or what you want to hear next or what your favorite things are about the podcast. Head over to Vancouver Places on Facebook and let us know your thoughts. Thanks very much, and we will see you next time on Vancouver Places.